0: This episode is brought to you by Revolver Studios, Portland's own homegrown recording studio and music production house. Run by musicians for musicians, revolverstudios.org. This is the Portland Film Podcast, and I'm your host, Molly Silverstein. Welcome to a special episode of the Portland Film Podcast, recorded live at the 2016 Portland Film Festival. Today, our guest is Dory Barton, writer and director of Girl Flu, starring Katie Sackhoff and Jade Pettyjohn. Welcome, Dory. Thanks, thank you for having me. So, for our listeners who haven't seen the film, how would you describe Girl Flu? I'm getting better at this. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Girl Flu is about... A very smart, mature twelve-year-old um, girl. She's very she's a very old soul. She's she's a wise one, and she's a very flighty, spontaneous mother who doesn't particularly like responsibility or commitments. And she loves her kid, but they're they're actually they're they're more like sisters than mother and daughter. And and really, the daughter is kind of raising. Using her mom so they have this delicate balance to begin with and um the film really begins when bird gets her period in a very humiliating ridiculous awful way and it's you know it's the first time where she's really needed her mom to be a mom so that she can so that bird uh the daughter can navigate this and her mom just does not she tries. She really, she really made a <laughs> she, <try. laughs> she really They're tries. Both growing up. She tries and she just doesn't have it. So the, fil- the film is really about that relationship of Bird navigating her own path through this transition in her life of what, you know, what she's told means is that she's becoming a woman. And that's really, that greatly angers her and she's, you know, grieved that her childhood is over. and. And and her mom is is also having to figure out like you know what that being really being a mother
0: means that she has to grow up. So it's a double coming of age story, focused on that relationship. Um, And you rarely see films or TV shows about girls getting their period. Why do you think that is? It happens all the time.
1: It does happen all the time. I mean, yeah. So fifty percent of the population are females. Uh, most of us get our period, right. um, and we get our period every month. Like, it doesn't just, you know, it's not just your first period. Right. Like, you keep it getting it every month, you know, you know uh, pretty much for your entire adult life. So that, the onset of that, you know, I think there's just, there's something that, that uh, you know, a lot of young women feel when, when this happens to them. And the average age is 12. So like, you know, I use the word young women, and I think it's, but, but we really are children when this happens to us. So I think there's just a lot of stuff about it that really never gets explored, because it's stuck in this period of, of intense awkwardness, and some people feel shame, some people just feel confusion. You know, there's, there's all sorts of different degrees, but they're generally not positive feelings. Right. So I think it's hard for people to, to, you know, they use menstruation in a film like as a bad joke or something to gross people out. There's Carrie who gets her period and loses her mind and right. burns the school down. Not positive messaging. Does um, it happen every time? <laughs> it happens to me every yeah. month. I burn something down. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. <clears throat> a, a lot of the film is is a bit about like my own sort of continuing rage.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, the movie is funny. It's uh, but yeah, there's there's some there's some reality. I think most people just think that of it as being something private that is not to be talked about. It's, people think it's gross. People think it's, it's really something that should only be hidden. And, you know, when I, when I started writing the film, it was not something that people were comfortable talking about. And when I would pitch the story to uh, people, a lot of people were like, you wouldn't, so the whole movie is gonna be about this transition? I don't really? understand how that can work. Yeah, it, it did not, not everybody saw the possibility of that. But but most women, you know, were very no, all women. I just have to say that. Yeah. Every woman that's ever heard this story, seen this film, there's there's something in, you know, in their lives that they've gone through that this movie speaks to. And i, I really felt like it was time for that transition in our lives to have a whole film, to not just be a disgusting joke, to not just be you know, used to gross a guy out, or freak every, you know, everybody out that she's gonna burn down the school. Like, it's a, it's, we have so many movies. You know, Stand By Me was playing here the other night, mm-hmm. and I um, had a great conversation with people who had just come out of that, and were so moved by it. Um, you know, so if you look at, that's the way we tell stories for boys. Wait. You know, they go on a physical journey. It has a specific goal. They're gonna go look for the body. Um, but what the story really is about is their emotional journey and them bonding along the way. There's nothing. There's nothing innately male about a film story. No. But we just don't tell the stories specifically for girls and for women. You know. So this is this is in some ways. I think you can look at Stand By Me and look at this, and I'm not. You know. Just structurally, there's there's similarity. It's an emotional path.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I mean, there's more space now for stories about girls and girls don't yeah. have to just be one way. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Or, um, yeah. Ha- yeah. So how did you decide to tell, to tell this story?
1: Well, that, I mean, the absence of it made me feel like, well, if I can see this, if I can see how this could be a whole film, then I definitely need to write it. That I felt like that was kind of <clears throat> like I felt um, sort of like there was incumbent upon me to, if I felt that there
0: was a, a way to do it, that I should, that I had to. The scene on the bathroom floor <laughs> is so funny and scary and real. <laughs> uh, what inspired it? Uh, when, when they're teaching her how to use the tampon? Yes. <laughs> I
1: really, it was a total fantasy that I was like, I, what I would really like for every young girl is for somebody to come in that they love and that loves them and is just like, look, this is exactly how it happens. There's so, I, so to, to really write the script, I interviewed every woman I knew. I asked for every woman's story. Oh yeah? So I, I know, like I'm the, (laughs) I (laughs) All of the (laughs) stories. Yeah. There's like an article that comes out, you know, damp-ons or whatever. I get, you know, people send it to me, like period. It's great. I'm like the, you know, the collecting and the keeper of the period story. Um, so uh, but, uh, so there's all these things that are different for each person, but there's a lot of things in common. And really, really one of the things in common is like, how does this stuff work? Hmm. And you have a vague idea of it, maybe you've been through sex ed class, maybe, you know, your mom or your sister or whatever, like you've looked through the stuff and you have an idea, but like, I was like, I want somebody to just sit down with these girls and be like,
0: any questions? Here's your stuff. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> and to have it be Heather Matarazzo is very—it's amazing. Who wouldn't want Heather
1: Matarazzo to be that person? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially after growing up with her and Welcome to the Dollhouse. It's To have her come I back know. and explain things. I know. It's so great. Beautiful. It's beautiful. so, yeah, it is. There are also sort of themes about the mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. Can you speak to that a little bit more?
1: The So I originally started... Um, the f- script thinking that I was going to shoot in my house mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I didn't end up shooting in my house, but we ended up, um, getting a location that had the same footprint of my house. So I have a, uh, a bedroom with a bathroom connected to another bedroom. They call it a Jack and Jill bathroom. Oh, right. Some people like from the Brady Bunch or, you know, <laughs> like, okay. yeah, you, know you get that image <laughs> in your head of like, you know, there's that pass through. So like one person in this room, if all the doors are open, you can just look down, you know, through that bathroom and see the other person and so I knew that that was the space and I knew that the story was going to be about a girl getting her period and I was just trying to think like if I'm a girl getting my period and this is my bedroom and I thought what is the single most annoying relationship that you could have in this space (laughs) where you have this like this this umbilical cord connection from one space to another that cannot be severed that everything happens in that is totally. the source of you know the all of this it's the it's the focal point you know it's the bathroom um, and that that connection like well, how annoying would that be to be a twelve year old girl just getting your period and like have your mother be right there <laughs> right. at all times
0: absolutely yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> So much of the film's humor stems from the truth of it mm. it feels so relatable.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. <Yeah. laughs> I'm glad. It,
0: really it makes me feel really
1: good when people laugh, because that's, you know, I, 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 I like being able to make people laugh. I like laughing. Um, so yeah, sitting in the audience and watching other people and I, they laugh, it's
0: great. It's the best. Um, the lead actor, Jade Pettyjohn, yeah, is so amazing. How did you find her? I know she came in and she auditioned for us.
1: She was one of the very first people that walked in, knew immediately, um, and I really felt that that was what was going to be true. I there were some people who thought like, oh, that's gonna you know that's gonna take some time. You got to give yourself a long lead time to, to find her, and and you, that's you know how are you going to find someone who's that wise and that grounded yet that innocent and uh, you know emotionally open and yet incredibly intelligent you know all of those things and she just she walked
0: I knew she would she's walk amazing. in the door and she did yeah she's amazing she's amazing the casting in general it really felt like the characters were sort of written for the actors and oh. I playing them I don't were they yeah. no
1: no but they, but you you know the the, the person comes into your mind, you know. So it's you know. So Jade walks in the door, and you know, like, yeah, that's Bird. Um, yeah, it does all. It does fuse that the you know they instantly the part does instantly become them. So, yeah, so I didn't get to write f- for the people, but the people became the
0: roles in a, such a magnificent way. And you, you're so you're an actor, you're writer and director, oh, but yeah, you're, you're an actor. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the, what is the experience <coughs> like? Being an actor, then having to direct actors—oh my god,
1: it's the best!
0: Is it? It's the best. It's the best.
1: Why? I mean, when you when you come up being an actor, of course, like you learn, you know, what works for you. Like, if if the director can communicate to you, um, you know, what they're looking for in a specific way that speaks to you, that that helps you communicate. Um, you know, certainly you learn a lot about how, uh, you know, how you want to be talked to and, and and what an actor needs to hear in order to use that and to feel good about that choice and to engage with you on the choice. So it's a choice, you know, you're actively making together. Yeah. And obviously there's always things, you know, whichever side of, of, of that line you're on, if you're, you know, an actor, like sometimes you do things that the director is asking simply because they're asking for it, and you sort of give over to like, well, you know, I trust you. And so I felt like my actors gave me an enormous amount of trust that I'm so grateful for. Um, But yeah, just I came up doing, uh, my whole life I've done theater. Mm -hmm. And that I think has been hugely helpful because in theater, you know, you spend sometimes just as much time rehearsing it as you do in the actual run. You know, so there's been some plays I've done that we've rehearsed for months. So, you know, you not only yourself get to have that experience of, of not just the performance, you know, film and television rarely gets, you know, that kind of rehearsal time. But I've been with the Evidence Room Theater Company in Los Angeles since 2001. So, you know, working with the same director, working with the same actors, you learn how they like to be talked to, you learn what makes sense to them. And it's, it's been a great school um, as an actor to be able to help the actors I'm with and, and, uh, and yeah, to, to build that, it's a, it's a total collaboration.
0: Was it weird being on the other side of the camera? I mean, did you sort of feel no. like you were no? No,
1: never. Uh-uh. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I said yes, there'd be like a story there or something. But like the truth is, it no, no. It just felt great. There was one day where I threw myself into the scene. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and there's like a yeah, there's a big women's party, and I was like, well, we need all the women we can get. I'm gonna throw Barton in there, you know? It was weird. I didn't like. I didn't like that, so I don't know if I'll... <laughs> not anytime soon. And I was just an extra. Standing on set and calling cut, I just... I, there's something awkward about that. Yeah. <laughs> People do it all the time. They direct themselves magnificently. They just have a feeling for that. It's not my not my jam.
0: I can imagine sort of standing there smiling and then just sort of, cut. Yeah, no, that's, just, that's, that's, that's weird. That's weird. Thing. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming you're talking about was the ceremony. Yeah. Oh, scene yeah, you were in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's another amazing, oh, funny, scary, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Did that come from anywhere? It came from a lot of different places.
1: I, I have some experience in my own um, participating in pagan rituals. So there's some of the, I know, I'm not a crazy person. I just have had some.
0: (laughs) No, my uncle is pagan, so I get it. Right on,
1: right on. Yeah, I like, there's a lot of, I mean, I think rituals are really important. That's another thing, too, is that I think um, there's actually been some good, uh, like, commercial campaigns that have come out in the last year or so. There's, There's one for some kind of female period product where, like, they throw the little girl a party, you know, so it's, it's an idea that's, of course, the script was written well before that, but I was so excited to see it. I think, like, they hire her a magician for the party, you know? Um, yeah, whoever came with that is a, is a genius. So, you know, I, pull, I pulled from, like, a lot of different rituals that I, I, I did a lot of research about that, actually, to try to pull from rituals that happen all over the world, because there are cultures that celebrate, um, the you know, the first menses, and there's there's all different ways to look at this, and not all of it is is negative, you know, so I really wanted to show something i wanted I wanted you know, bird to have the experience of being treated like um, you know, this was a a spiritual event
0: yeah. are there were there any ceremonies in particular or traditions that you drew from? Um, well, I really just kind of thought a lot about like what would be the, again, about
1: that tie between the mother and daughter, you know, so I remember I was looking for something <clears throat> that was specifically about the mother and daughter, and I, and I did read about one, um, there's a shot, I mean, all the shots in that sequence are quite fast, but, uh, where they bind the mother and daughter together with a red cord. <laughs> Awful, right? So, but they bind the mother and daughter together with a cord, and then they cut it, because that's what that ritual is. It's like this thing between you will never be the same
0: oh my goodness she's a woman you know but
1: looking for all the stuff that was about you know cut you know in that sense quite literally cutting the cord but because that's so much about the film was that yeah I looked for a lot of she gets bathed in milk and honey which comes from nowhere I had no uh valid justification for doing it for her she was such a good sport but I was like I really want to I am going to see them pour milk and honey over don't you just write that in? <laughs> and you did.
0: <laughs> she still had honey in her ear. <laughs> she did. Oh, man, that was so gross for her. I'm sorry, Jade. You were such a trooper. Thank you. And there were also the, she has conversations with the women. Is that mm. sort of a little bit based on the research that you did, talking to the women about their experiences? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. That's all, all of all of that stuff is
0: is pulled from... There's so many things in the film that I've pulled from what women have shared with me. Um, and the character of Jenny is so complicated. And yeah. I'm wondering yeah, what it was yeah. like working... played by Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. And I'm wondering what it was like working with her as a director, sort of helping her with that character.
1: She came into it with so much, uh, you know, courageousness and willingness. She's so willing to play. Katie is, she's so good, she's so good in this film. I hope she knows how good she is in this film. She's, she's great. She's so good at this film. <clears throat> it's a really, really, really hard part to play. It's comedic relief. It's, she, this, and this is what's really complicated about it, is that she has to be the problem. Jenny is the problem. She's the antagonist. She's she's kind of the heavy. But she's also the comedic relief. And because it's a dual coming of age story, Jenny has to make terrible choices, suffer for them, and redeem herself and come out the other side one of the heroes of the story. So it's, it's not a, it's, it's a, it looks, it looks sort of easier than it is because the way that she plays it is, is is. Seems so effortless and and full of life, and and that this person just exists. But you know, meanwhile, Katie Sackoff and you know is balancing all of these things and playing the role. And you know her feelings about what this character is doing and how she's behaving, which is of course complicated. You know, Katie has such a big heart. You know, even just having to like slap Jade like as lightly as she did, like that, uh, Katie. He did just how you know, like really? Katie's own heart is obviously, you know, quite different than the heart of Jenny, but she's so, she's so good at it. And that's a really, that's a really, really tricky part. And I, I just, I think she, she balanced it so magnificently. She'd never done comedy
0: before. That was super brave. She'd never done comedy no, before. No. Oh my goodness. No. Yeah. I, yeah. Would, have, I would not have thought that.
1: <laughs> and she's so good at it. She's so good at it. She she really could you know she, I, I'd love to see her do more I hope she does she's she's got impeccable timing
0: and I, you said that growing up is obviously a theme in the film I also a search for home also yeah. feels like a, yeah. an important theme yeah I don't know if you have more you'd like yeah. to say about that or
1: um, well you know the yeah the idea of of bird
0: <clears throat> of her
1: really wanting to go home again that that's that's an idea that sits really deeply with me because there's that feeling of like, I remember being so stupid. I remember being like five years old mm-hmm. and looking at all these <coughs> drawings that I had made that my mom had saved. Like, there's a box under my bed or something like that. And I remember looking at drawings that I had made when I was like three and four and sobbing uncontrollably, like weeping from the bottom of my soul because I would never be a child again. That oh those days God. were gone. Oh my goodness. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but that feeling of like wanting to turn back the clock and have things that were, like the feeling of things being gone, it's just so, you know, so she really, really, she wants to go, she wants to get back in her nest, you know, she wants to go back there where, where everything's going to make sense again and, and she has to actually go back there to discover that it just doesn't exist anymore. It's. It's gone.
0: Well, it's a space that you create, not yes. a space that exists yeah. once you've gone, necessarily. Yeah. 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 It's such a personal film, or such a personal story. <laughs> uh, what was your biggest challenge in writing the script? Well, it is personal, so
1: it's embarrassing. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> like, right? So, like, I usually find that if something embarrasses you, that means it's true. You know, (laughs) you're not embarrassed about something that's a fabrication.
0: So that's a good point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, I I would say that was one of the harder things is like the commitment to it being personal and to not holding anything back and to be willing to put my own, you know, of of course, you know, uh, a lot of your own bad things have to come and see the light of day if you're going to tell the truth on film. So you have to be willing to
0: to, you know, put it out there put it out there absolutely what is the audience response been so far
1: oh it's been so nice it's been so nice everybody who's seen it is I'm really gratified um, I'm really gratified by how it resonates for people how it reminds them of their lives like you know the stories that it, that it creates this desire for women to share their stories with me and with each other and there's been such great conversations about you know what's what's happened to to them um, and I really have to say, one of the things that's most gratifying to me is that men are super down with this movie. That's what I was gonna ask about. I've had so many dudes, dudes with daughters, dudes with girlfriends, you know, any, any guy that has a female in his life that he loves, and, you know, generally, like, li- you know, when you live with a woman. Um, you know, this is something like kind of mysterious that most guys, you know, when they're cool, like understand that this is outside their experience, <clears throat> and that they have like a respect for it. But it's like a distancing respect, like they just think it's none of their business. Some guys are just grossed out by it; they don't want to know. But <clears throat> but this movie, um, partly because of how amazing Jeremy Sisto is in this movie, and he is like every man in this movie, and everybody that sees it women as well but but he really provides a way in for men to to show men that like there's a place in the story for you too this is not just something that happens between you know women and girls and this is not just because even though it's happening to their bodies this is a systematic transition that affects your whole life and you can be part of helping girls through this transition you can be part of Helping them know that it's going to be okay and that you aren't going to treat them any differently because that's a huge fear for girls is that the people in their lives are going to be different to them. And a lot of times that ends up being true.
0: Yeah.
1: The people don't always know how to be the same. And he is so stalwart in his, um, you know, like he says in the, like he's always trying to do the right thing. And that's just, so for a lot of men, they've seen, they feel included, you know, they feel like, wow, this is something that I, you know, this, this movie doesn't push men away, it brings them in. And they have really been responding to that call and are very happy to
0: engage about all of it. Both of the main lead males, Jeremy Cisner and is, absolutely, Diego Joseph is wonderful. Yeah. Is wonderful, And they're role, they can be role models, mm-hmm. those characters, for men of two exactly. different age groups. Exactly. For an adult male and for an adoles- pre-adolescent. Exactly. And they're both amazing at it. Yeah. So what has your biggest takeaway been from directing this film?
1: Um, that I want to do
0: more. You want to do more? Yeah. It feels really good for me. I really have
1: enjoyed every element of it. I've you know, the writing, everything in pre-production, working with the designers, working with the actors, you know, the actual shooting of the film. I loved every day on the shoot. I loved post-production. I loved, it's all, this is my very first film. Yeah. I've never even, <laughs> uh, I've, never, I've never even made a short before. So everything was a massive learning curve that I took on like full steam on, making sure I asked every question that, you know, that I could think of to ask, that I knew who the right people were to go to who would answer those questions or help me find the answers to those questions. I had incredible support around me the whole time. And that's been, I, that's been the most gratifying thing, I would say, that's, that, that so many people have been so generous. Um, and the experience of, of you know, just seeing that happen has has been uh, just, yeah, I'm deeply, I'm deeply
0: grateful. What do you want to work on next? Do you have any idea? I do. I'm working on a little something. Oh yes? Um, yeah. (laughs) Can we hear a little bit about it or no? Uh, Well,
1: it's a little bit, it's a little, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be quite personal, but a little bit, you know, it'll still be a comedy. It's a little darker. It's a little sexier. It's a little dirtier. It's a little, um, it's, yeah it's it's examining some things to do with being addicted to love and the people who are really good at taking advantage of that
0: interesting yeah. oh, i'm yeah. excited to see yeah what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and yes, you, so that's what i'm actively writing that'll be you're writing but that. yeah
1: that's the script i'm writing and um you know, should be the next thing of, of mine that's written and directed, and yeah,
0: yeah. And you I'm enjoy the writing excited.
1: process too? I do, I do. I, I, every step along the way is, has been great. Writing is, is particularly challenging because, of course, all the other steps involve <laughs> other people, you know, to, to collaborate with and, and to, to grow with and to find that together. Writing is, is you know, very solitary. And you, you get the, you know, feedback from the people around you and that's fantastic, but ultimately it's, it's between you and <laughs> the computer and somebody's going to win. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what do you hope audiences will take away from seeing Girl Flu? Um,
1: you know, I, I, I hope, you know, in many ways it's, sure there's a message in it, you know. I don't want it to be a message piece in, in that I, I hope that that what the movie is saying doesn't overpower, you know, what's happening in it and, and really seeing the relationships between these specific people and and how they, uh, what was the question? <laughs> the takeaway. Takeaway. I guess I just, you know, that the, yeah, that that if people want to talk about what the sort of message is, is, you know, like, let's make this normal. Let's make this something that people could talk mm-hmm. about. If it helps them do that, I'm beyond thrilled. Um, but I think that, that even if it's not a conscious thing or something that becomes a conversation, that even if people just have an opportunity to see a story where menstruation is just part of the story, it's just out there and something that people are dealing with, um, I think just seeing that is,
0: is helpful in the long run. I agree. I think so too. Well, thank you so much for thank joining you. us today. Thank you. Uh, our guest is Dory Barton. For more information on Girl Flu, please visit girlflu.com. Thank you so
1: much for having me. This thank was you so
0: nice. Nice. If you enjoyed this week's episode, you can subscribe on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or visit us at theportlandfilmpodcast.com. The Portland Film Podcast is a Portland Film Festival production produced and edited by Misty Eddy. Our associate producer is Sean Conley. sound engineer Paul Dillon, and I'm Molly Silverstein. See you next time.